Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of Drama Queen by Daphne. Today I'm going to be doing my first ever K-movie review. I have never made a review based on a movie so this is going to be kind of new for me and I feel like this episode is going to be quite quick. But anyways, I have watched Korean movies before. Of course, I've watched Parasite, Train to Busan and I've watched others like On Your Wedding Day and Be With You. Although I haven't watched a wide variety of Korean movies, um, I should say that I should start <laughs> doing them more and watching them more. And I think it's because whenever I watch a movie, I feel like I have to get into this vibe or into this like mood just to watch a movie. Like I have to set up my room properly. I have to make sure I watch it in a bigger screen. And it's unlike me when I watch my K dramas, I can just watch it. You know, on my iPad or my laptop, or I can watch it anywhere, like on the couch, on the dining table, on my bed, maybe. But when it comes to movies, I feel like I have to prepare the place and make it look more pleasing, like to give that vibe that I'm in a movie house, if that makes sense. It's been a while since I've been to a movie house because of you know the whole Corona situation. But before I ramble on. That's just my explanation to why I don't really watch movies and I prefer series over that. But anyways, again, the review I'll be doing today is based on the movie titled Sweet and Sour. It is out on Netflix internationally and I believe that it was actually supposed to air on like, you know, in the movie house. They're supposed to release it um, in movie houses in Korea. But that didn't work because of the coronavirus situation. So now it's on Netflix. So this movie falls under the genre of romance, comedy, and it's actually based on a book. It was released on June 4, 2021. And it was released on Netflix, as I said. So why don't I just go straight into the plot summary that's given by Netflix. It says here, Faced with real-world situations, opportunities, and challenges, a couple endures the highs and lows of trying to maintain a long-distance relationship. Very quick and simple, quick and easy. So why don't I go more in-depth with this plot summary given by Asian Wiki. It says here, Jang Hyuk, played by Jang Kyung, is in a romantic relationship with Jung Daun, played by Che Sobin, who works as a nurse. When they first started to date, Jang Hyuk was a sweet boyfriend to Jung Daun, but he is not anymore. Meanwhile, Jang Hyuk begins to work as a temporary worker for a large company. He tries to get a permanent position at the company, and this place, Jang Hyuk is in a competitive position with Han Boyong, who is played by Crystal of FX, who also wants the same job. Jang Hyuk and Han Boyong also cooperate with each other hand in hand as they work together and get closer. So that's a more detailed summary of the movie. It's pretty accurate. And let me just tell you, this movie has a really, really big plot twist that I won't spill. I'm sure a lot of people have watched it by now, but then in case you guys haven't yet, I'll save that for you. So as I said, Jang Kyung plays Jang Hyuk. We may know Jang Kyung now with his show my roommate is a gumiho who he plays with hyeri and i believe he's also in another show titled come and hug me and he's a very familiar face i believe he's also in search www and you know he's just a 
person that I have known his face, I just n- didn't know his name. But after you know him on my roommate to Kumiho and this movie, I got to know him more. I got to know more of his other films and dramas and a bunch of other stuff. So, as I said, he plays Jang Hyuk and he is an engineer who is transferred from his head office in Incheon to Seoul. Next, we have Che So Bin as Jung Da Eun, who is a nurse in a hospital in Incheon. Then we have the one and only Crystal Jung. As Han Boyong, who is again an engineer, who is also working in the head office in Seoul, and she has the same competitive position as Jang Hyuk, so they're kind of like competing to get that permanent spot in the job. And lastly, we have this one more very important person in the team in the cast. He is Lee Wo Je as Lee Jang Hyuk. And as you notice, they have the same name, so that's a little hint for you guys to what may occur in the movie. So, Liu Jie is an admitted patient with hepatitis B in the hospital where Daun works in, and Daun also nurses him to help him recuperate from his, you know, little infection slash sickness. So. Why don't I move on to my initial thoughts and first impressions? So when I first saw it, you know, on my home screen on Netflix, I was quite surprised because, as I said, I've seen Jang Kyung in My Roommate Is a Gumiho, and I was surprised like, oh, so he's in a drama, and then suddenly he has this movie that he is, you know, starring in. So uh, I was quite surprised. I was like, man, this guy's a busy dude. So I was kind of checking up like. Why see in this movie? And I found out again that it was originally supposed to be released a bit earlier, but then it got pushed back due to Corona. So besides that, I also noticed this star-studded cast. We have Chae So Bin, and I believe she has a lot of shows. Also, she's like hit her peak back when I believe like 2017, maybe 2018. I think she was the one who played the main lead in I'm Not a Robot. And also, where stars land, and that's a K drama that I've been wanting to watch. And now that I watched her in her movie, I feel like I have more. You know, I have like a bigger. How do I say this? Like, I just wanna watch it more, and I have like more reasoning to watch her in that drama. So yeah, and besides that, we have Crystal Jung. So Crystal, I've known because of FX, and also because. She's the sister of Jessica Jung, so she's a very familiar face, like in the K-pop world and as well as in the K-drama world. I believe she's had more roles recently, and then of course Lee Wo Jae. He is very familiar with his face because he played a role in True Beauty. He was like one of the gangster dudes who was always with, um, oh my, what's his name? <laughs> with. I'm thinking of Sehun, but not Sehun. Not I'm not. I'm thinking of Suho, who's the other guy. Um, Han So Jun. Um, otherwise, um, you may know him as Hwang In Yup. And so that's how I initially knew him. And I've seen him like here and there in like a lot of other dramas. He's mostly played like side roles, but he's like just a familiar face because he just looks so adorable. Like 
he just has a really distinct face. Um, and so why don't I go move on to the conflict of the drama, which as I mentioned was mostly the long distance relationship and it was due to the new job offer that Jung Kyung got. And because of you know, his new job offering, he has to go through longer commutes. You know, he has to wake up earlier. He has no time in the morning to get ready and get freshened up, get ready for work. So because of, you know, this long distance commute and all that, his mood kind of changes. Like, of course, he's more tired and he gets to less, he gets to spend less time with his girlfriend and he's more focused on work now. And, you know, he is very focused on trying to get that permanent position in the job. So in his new job, he faces temptation when his new colleague, Han Boyong shows interest in him. While he initially rejects her advances, he clearly is affected by her as he mistakenly calls his girlfriend by Boyong's name. And that's one of like the initial um, signs that he was interested in her or possibly cheating on, you know, his girlfriend, um, Daon. So that kind of like, you know, makes the relationship you know, slowly fumble down or, you know, kind of, you know, struggles, I guess. So that's kind of like what happened. Um, And, you know, throughout the movie, that's kind of what you see. You see how this relationship slowly but surely gets more toxic and it becomes less healthy for each other, for, um, you know, Jang Hyuk and for Daun. So that's kind of like what, happens throughout the movie itself and yeah that's kind of like what you gotta know and then after that while you continue watching the movie you hit that cliffhanger not cliffhanger sorry that plot twist and suddenly you're just mind blown and you kind of have to replay the movie in your head you probably have to watch it again maybe if that's what you want to do because this movie i'll just tell you the timeline is not chronological it's quite messy it's like a bit here and there so that's kind of like what makes this movie so complex and so impelling to viewers so why don't i move on to some notable quotes that i enjoyed in the movie so this first one that i have here it says eat rice not burger very simple line it's like kind of nonsense at first but it basically means choose the original one aka that one and fight your temptation who is boyo so you know this movie leaves us with a life lesson that temptation can really destroy relationships and at first when you read that quote eat rice not burger it's kind of weird it's you know that you have to kind of dig deeper for the real meaning it's like an idiom so when i found out what it originally like meant or what it's supposed to mean to the viewers i was like oh okay that's that's what it meant so the next quote I'll have here it says if you miss a cab you can wait for the next one but if you lose a person they are lost for good so you know this movie is basically focusing on the fact that cheating is bad that's like the lesson of the story that's the moral of the story and what you should learn from this movie and you know there are really good quotes so you should keep that in mind I guess <laughs> and moving on why don't I talk about my ratings for the show so Honestly, for the cast, I would have to give it a 6 out of 10. I would have given it a 5, but then, you know, since the cast is, like, such a 
you know, really star-studded cast, I was like, okay, why don't I give it a six? And my only reason is since I have already seen um, Jang Kyung's uh, chemistry with his other co-stars, like especially in his ongoing drama, My Roommate is a Gumiho, I feel like his chemistry between you know, Crystal, Crystal and Chesobin is a bit weaker compared to him and Hyeri. Maybe it's because, you know, Jang Kyung already knew Harry prior to the drama or, you know, a bunch of other reasonings. But for me personally, I didn't feel the chemistry that he had with his co-stars. Like, it was just like, okay, it was okay chemistry. And maybe it's because they also haven't seen each other for a long time. Maybe, maybe they filmed it like a few years, not a few years back, but maybe like a year or year and a half or like some time ago um you know it's a bit you know some awkwardness because you haven't seen these people in a while or stuff like that but other than that for the story i would have to give it maybe a 7 out of 10 um as i said a while ago the story has a discontinuous timeline but what i like about it is it's realistic you know it's it's day-to-day life it's pretty normal you know long commutes going in and out of work and all that so the problems they face especially like um Jang Hyuk like long commutes I feel him with that because I hate long commutes I used to go through long commutes before when I went to like in-person school and maybe his struggles in work staying up for work and having to you know be like the only person working on a particular project with no one else helping you you know he's like with a bunch of freeloaders or something that's something that's realistic it happens in everyday life like in people's jobs that's just like the real real the real world so i should give them props to that that's very realistic you know scenarios and as i mentioned there is a big plot twist which you know makes your mind blown but it didn't really leave that much impact in the long run like it made me like think about it for maybe after i watched the show and afterwards i was like okay yeah like i feel like i've seen this type of you know discontinuous timeline and big plot twist i've seen it in like some movies somewhere but um they definitely did it well i should say um it's just that i feel like i've seen it before so it's not as like unique or brand new or like you know amazing which it is amazing but you get what i mean like it's like i've seen it before so um i was mind blown but then afterwards the you know impact that it left me after watching the movie it wasn't that impactful am i making sense i'm probably not making sense but basically what i'm saying is i'll give the story 8 out of 10 and next for the music i gave it a 5 out of 10 just because i don't really remember any particular music that happened in the movie i'm sure there's a soundtrack somewhere i'm sure that they had like background music and like you know some instrumentals playing in the background but i particularly don't really know what it was and next last but not the least styling i'll give it an 8 out of 10 i do enjoy the suits that they had to wear especially jang kyung and you know overall i feel like everyone had pretty good decent outfits like Jang Kyung had good outfits like with his suits and Chisobin had good outfits with you know her nurse outfits Crystal had good suits as well so you know their outfits are pretty simple but then I still enjoyed you know 
the simple details like how their hair was styled and perhaps like how everyone had their own particular style so for styling i give it like an 8 out of 10 it wasn't like the best of the best but it's not bad it's just that there wasn't anything too outstanding but still nonetheless it was good and next one i go to my favorite so for my favorite character it has to be lee woje and he plays lee jung hyuk in the show he is just this adorable person he is not exactly the main main cast but then to me he definitely like stole the show i feel like after this movie he's gonna have like a bunch of other maybe dramas films and whatnot that's in store for him that's he's gonna be casted in or something and for my personal favorite scene i i mean i'm sure everyone's favorite part was that plot twist in the very very end of the film and that's when you realize like oh my gosh I thought he lost weight, but apparently he didn't. Anyways, you'll get it when you watch the movie. But let me just say, the ending scene was pretty good. It was like just like a hit on the face when it came to Jang Hyuk. Like he realized that he screwed up so bad, and it was just like straight in your face. Like the moral of the story is like right there, if that makes sense. And what I learned from this drama, a little reflection, is of course, number one, cheating is bad. And in conclusion, they both cheated on each other at the end of the story, at the end of the movie, which is, well, number one, it's funny, but it's also, it's bad. So don't do it. <laughs> and why don't I spill some fun facts about the drama? So, as I said, Sweet and Sour is actually based on a book and it's based on a Japanese novel titled Initiation Love by. Ru, sorry, I'm gonna mess this name up. Kurumi Inui, which is also his most par- popular work and most important work to date. Novel is actually a Japanese movie adaptation of the same name. In the novel, actually got its first movie adaptation um, of the same name in 2015. It was the Japanese movie adaptation, and then now Sweet and Sour is like the Korean adaptation of the movie. And as mentioned before, the film was actually going to be released in theaters in 2020, but got affected by COVID-19 pandemic. So it was ultimately released on Netflix on June 4, 2021. So overall, what should I say? I think overall, the movie itself was entertaining as i said i'm not a movie person so the fact that this movie was able to keep me you know intrigued and very interested throughout the whole like what two hours of the show i think it already says something i should say that it's not particularly my most favorite korean movie i've ever seen because for me actually my most favorite korean movie i've seen is on your wedding day i feel like the impact that on your wedding day left on me is just far beyond but for sweet and sour i think it's a fun watch i don't know if i would ever watch it again i feel like it's for me not a rewatchable movie it is funny there is some humor in it there is morals in it it's you know there's substance in this movie it's not like i don't know it's not an empty movie i like how again there's substance so i should say go ahead and watch it i think it was a good film not necessarily the best of the best or the most outstanding of the you know of all the movies i've seen but you know it's a rom-com so 
for the fun of it go ahead why not watch it and see for yourself if you like it <laughs> so yeah and that pretty much wraps up what i have to say about the film again i should say it's a good film um if you want to watch it go ahead but for me particularly i feel like there's other even greater korean drama films out there and i'll leave it at that take it as you will so before i end this episode i would like to wrap things up by telling you my current favorite so currently i am still watching basically the same things as last episode although i have finished mine and i will be making a review very very soon watch out for that that's probably going to be the next episode who knows and currently i've been listening to mostly the same things as i said although i've been trying to get into um entity's new song i think they did like a repackage album from their past album which um the title song was hot sauce now it's a different one that i'm not quite sure what the song is yet but i did watch the music video a few minutes ago and besides that i am also listening to what else i've been listening to Han Songwoo, I think that's his name, um, from Victon. I've been listening to his solo See You Again, which is basically a goodbye, like just like a see you again to his fans because I believe he's going to the military very, very soon. And, you know, anything by Han Songwoo's act, it's so good. It's amazing. He has a really good, like, I don't know, sense in music. He has good voice and stuff. So, I really enjoy listening to him. And I think that's pretty much all for like the new music. I don't I can't think of anything else particularly right now. So, why don't I move on to what I'm currently obsessing? Right now, hmm. Honestly, right now I've been obsessing over some Muji things, kind of random, but I recently went to like the biggest Muji here in Manila and it's in Shangri-La. I went there like a couple weeks back, I think, and I got this like hair clip slash claw, which is like really, really trendy now in Korea. Like they have the really cute ones, but mine is just a simple black one that's very practical. It looks like a very normal claw, nothing fashionable about it, but I love it because um, the Muji one particularly is very sturdy. It has lots of like individual, like how do I say this, claw slash hooks slash what are they pins or something so it just grabs the hair <laughs> grabs the hair really really well which is why i which is why i really like because i have really thick hair so um that's really helpful for me especially since it's like hot and humid here in manila and besides that i've also been obsessing over this muji bag which is like those fishnet bags are really really in trend right now it's seen like with every beach picture or like a picnic picture i believe it's like those cottage core aesthetic type of things but that's another thing that i've been obsessed with and that i've been using recently because now that you know with the whole pandemic thing i'm kind of like lazy not to bring a bag out if i do go out which i don't really go out but if i do bring a bag is like such a hassle now you have to bring like a mask and a shield and alcohol and all that so Nowadays, I like to just grab like whatever tote, which now it's that Muji fishnet bag, and then just kind of dump everything in the bag, then just like fix it later, like in the car or something. And yeah, that's basically what I've been carrying around all the time lately. And yeah, that pretty much wraps up 
my current favorites. And that wraps up the whole episode. So, thank you again so much for listening till the end of the podcast. You survived another episode with me. And if you have any other suggestions or ideas or topics to talk about, feel free to contact me in my socials. So, again, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family who might be interested. Don't forget to leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because it really helps me a lot. So, thank you again so much for listening. I hope to see you all next week. Bye!